I'm really about to take a stab this by myself, I think. But show must go on. Did he really have to lie? I guess. No, he, I mean, he, 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 I mean, Craig didn't either, but you know. Oh, oh my God! I could have caught that. For the right, for the right, because we know we've seen what Adesanya can do. Oh, we, we see what Adesanya can do. Did you call him Adesanya? Been a little too nice to y'all. Now I gotta upgrade so y'all. Frozen. Islam. Yeah. Islam. Mock. Mock. Don't hurt yourself over there. Local esophagus shuts it down for everyone. Something in the water. Yeah, it's a hell. Because we don't. We we don't care. No, I'm not. We 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 do not care. We do not care, and now, no, I'm not speaking French. We really don't care. We've been no. through a lot. All right. So and we don't care. do not care. That's a joke. Tell him laugh. Uncle Sam got the bag. Brody Platt will get a whack. Contract. Give me the max. I got laugh on my back. You ain't. Yo, 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 yo. Shut up. This is unbounded. I as always. The truth. I had it on my own today. And uh whew, try to get some people in here to kind of get me something to feed off of because <laughs> oh my gosh, if I don't, I'm gonna just start ranting and ranting and ranting. But it is Thursday evening. Um well spring break. Kind of kind of taking it easy. Uh not too easy. Kind of had a real lazy day today. So I was like, let me go down the house for a little bit. So first off, I want to go ahead and start off with uh, rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins uh, was untimely taken away from this earth uh, sometime last week. I can't exactly remember the day. Saturday, Saturday. I was at, I was at rehearsal. Uh, Saturday morning uh, was hit. On the interstate, I believe, and it's just gone. So I think one thing we can all take from just that story there, you never know where your time is coming. It, it can hit you just like that. This is a guy that was still in the NFL, had an opportunity to compete for the starting job with the retirement of Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, the Steelers brought in uh, Mitchell Trubisky, who is uh, – who kind of was in the same position as Dwayne Haskins, two guys that were really trying to get a second, get a second shot at the starting job playing quarterback in the NFL. Um, it sucks that we would not be able to see a comeback story there because I was really rooting for the comeback story. But the things that I've seen from videos of who Dwayne Haskins was beyond just the quarterback, beyond the guy that 
was a legendary figure at, at the Ohio State University. The guy had he put a smile on your face, man. So prayers out to the family of Dwayne Haskins. Um, I'm never going to get into the ridiculousness of some of the takes that I saw from actual reporters and people within the media because that was just ridiculous in itself. But, yeah, man, we are uh, – it sucks. But I definitely want to put that out there. And then also we lost a uh, a musical icon, if you, if you would uh, – not too many people don't know the song "We Ready." You've heard it in multiple commercials. You've heard it at different sporting events. It's just that one song that just gets you hyped up, man. And the man behind one of the men behind that song was uh, unfortunately his life was taken by his brother. Uh, according to reports from, uh, I believe, the police, which is beyond sickening because it's already a bad thing when your life gets taken away. I'm a black man, so it already bugs me when a black man takes another black man's life. And I'm going to kind of get into some more of that later on in the podcast. But when that same, when that black life is taken away by your blood, your literal brother killed, like, how can you live with yourself knowing that you just took your own brother's life? Like, things like that, things like that really don't register with me, like, how you could think that it's okay not only, to, not just to kill a black man, or a man, period, or just a person in general, but you took your own brother's life which makes it even that much more frustrating. But let's get into some other news. WWE. Let's let's get into some wrestling for a little bit. So WWE has been touting that they have uh, surpassed the uh, Super Bowl in quite a few metrics when it comes to video views, social media interactions, and things of that sort. To be honest with you, I don't understand why anybody would be surprised by that. WWE, Jay-Z said it last year when he was talking to Bad Bunny. The WrestleMania is bigger than the Super Bowl. And if you don't believe that, I don't, I don't, you, you are just being delusional at this point. Because WrestleMania is more than just the United States watching. Oh, I'm not alone. <laughs> so here's Isaac. I, I didn't know if you were going to be here, so I've already started. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I told myself I um, haven't missed a show yet. I don't plan on missing one now. That's what I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, Isaac has got here. And uh, again, pray for these people with allergies, including me and Isaac. We are not okay out East Street. We're not. We're not. You thought being a millennial was bad. Try being a millennial with allergies. It's it's not fun. I got my tea that I'm actually drinking. So, what tea is it? Some Lipton tea. It works. Hey, it's working. 
Yeah, I can breathe. Uh, what I told you uh, earlier, go. I got. I usually get mine from uh, Wal- either Walmart or Kroger. And then no, I have Walmart this tea too. Tea. I also have this tea too. So Walmart has the eucalyptus tea, and the uh, the tea that I told you about earlier today. Uh, I get that from Kroger. So just have it just in case. Like I got a bunch down downstairs for just in case purposes. Uh, I was also watching Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels. I was about to watch all three matches they had, which were very, very underrated. Well, I think you know, forget- to- are we going to get to that? What? I was just saying about anything wrestling because I just wanted to. Well, yeah, I'm about to start wrestling now. But we went, before we get into it, all the wrestling information, I want to, uh, like we did last week, I'm going to run through a card. All right, let's do it. And I need you to tell me what show, what pay-per-view this is. So the YouTube pre-show, which was viewed by 44,049 people, was Kane defeating Zack Ryder. Okay, so that, okay, Kane defeating Zack Ryder, that's easily 2011. That's like summer 2011, maybe early 2012, like Royal Rumble time frame 2012. Um, am I in the right time frame? You're somewhere around there. All right, so because uh, Zach, as an old rider, was feuding with Kane, but it wasn't really a feud. It was more like Kane was just—he was kind trying, of the fodder. Kane was just trying to kill. Well, Kane wasn't trying to kill Zach. Kane was trying to get Cena to embrace the hate. So that was like all 2000, like late 2011. Yeah. Which I really wanted him to. Like, if you were going to turn John Cena heel, that would have been the perfect time. That would have been the perfect time. Like, literally the perfect time. Because then, like, I think one of those weeks, he, like, destroyed Zack Ryder. I mean, not Zack Ryder. uh, Jack Swagger. Swagger. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was was a fun squash match. That was awesome. That was awesome. All because because earlier in the night, Swagger had beaten uh, an injured... Zack Ryder for the U.S. Championship. It was when Laurinaitis clown clown was was in charge. Yep. When Laurinaitis was in charge, and he put Zack in the match, and Zack didn't defend the U.S. title against Hager, he'd get fired or something like that. Yeah. No, he lose. He was either he was going to get fired, or he was going to lose the belt. Right. Either way, uh, I remember being absolutely furious. Oh yeah, I was too. This is like the this is around the time where I just started really discovering the IWC as well. Ah, uh, first oh, yeah. match on the uh on the car on the pay per view, Christian wins a battle royal. Okay, so that's definitely 2011. Uh, R Truth and Kofi Kingston defeat Jack Swagger and Dolph Ziggler, uh, retaining their uh tag titles. Yeah. It's definitely around 2010s, 2011. Uh, Divas champion Layla uh, beats Beth Phoenix. Okay, yeah, so same time frame. Uh, World Championship match, Sheamus defeats Randy Orton. Uh, defeats Randy Orton, Chris Jericho, and Alberto Del Rio in a fatal four-way. Is this fatal? No, this isn't fatal four-way. No. No, this isn't fatal four-way. Alberto, oh no, my fault. Brodus Clay beats the Miz. Wow, that's this is obscure. Okay. 
Christian. Wait, 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 wait. Was he Brodus Clay or was he? Uh... No, this is Fun- this is Funkasaurus. Oh yeah, because that's exactly how he debuted. Because I remember that. Yo, that was so weird. Because we got promos and promos and promos of Brodus Clay being this killer, being this right. absolute killer, and he debuts and we get that. And I remember being because very he confused. Was, technically, he had he had already debuted. Because you remember he was uh wasn't he the Alberto was heavy? I want to say yes. I want to say he was Alberto was heavy. I just remember and being very confused. Called, they basically veered him, except except for the fact that Veer is not a comedic character. I remember, remember being very Veer confused. Was, That's all I know. Veer was, I was uh, very with, confused. Veer I thought, was what was uh, uh gender. Gender. Yeah. I remember being flummoxed, confused, flabbergasted, caught in the genjutsu when he when he when he debuted when Brodus debuted. Oh yeah, I think everybody as a Funkasaurus. And what made it worse, he got Tensai to join it when Tensai was supposed to be this serious character. I ain't gonna hold you. I was forcing the same throughout that whole thing. I was I was fascinated. Hey, we got Naomi out of it. Yeah, yeah. It it was a it was an interesting way. To it was a weird time. It was a weird time. It was one of those things where it's like because well, we know I, Vince loves that that dancing type gimmick. Surprisingly, well, think, we don't have. I don't think we really have one now. Well, Naomi, but, but that's not a gimmick for her. It's that's just Naomi. Some, yeah, true, true. That that's literally Naomi. Like, bro, like, we know Tyrus ain't no dancer. He was so bad at it. Albert's not a dancer. Now, it like, if, so, if, if, if Tyrus so was being something himself, then he'd be like some political analyst or something like that. <laughs> well, no, because that's where he was. He was going on Fox News with the NWA television championship. He's and... still up there, I think. <laughs> He's on Gutfield all the time. That's really. I, I end up finding videos like coming through my YouTube all the time before. I'm like, let me see what Tyrus is talking about. It's weird. It's just, it's, I can't, <laughs> I can't understand it. I don't. Understand all right, it. Uh, back to the what car. What else you got? Back to the car. Where we at? Uh, remember Sheamus. Christian? Christian won the uh battle royal early in the show. The battle royal yeah. was to get the uh I I C uh title match. You matter matter of fact, I know exactly what this is. Christian defeats the Miz to win the title. The Intercontinental title. Yes. All right. I'm going to let you know now, these next two matches will probably uh, these next give two matches away. will probably give it away. Okay. CM Punk defeats Daniel Bryan. Oh, over the limit. Yes. <laughs> 2012. Yes. And Dang, then also on the, on the card, we had Ryback uh, beating Camacho and John Laurinaitis beating John Cena in a no, in a no DQ uh, match. Oh, is that because uh, Big, Show, the Big a, Show? Yeah, I would say Big Show uh, returned with an ironclad contract that he wouldn't shut up about and, <laughs> and screwed over. C- no, because seriously, that's what <laughs> after that, I remember after this, the next few weeks, every time he would cut promos, he would cut promo. He would show like how what he used to be. Like he would show him when he fought Akabona at WrestleMania. Him at WrestleMania 18, where he was with the at WrestleMania Access. Like I'm pretty sure he was drunk, and you know, do it all. <laughs> this, that, that was the same 
same stuff they used because I remember they had the uh, feud between Cody and uh, Big Show. Cody Rose and Big Show. When Big yeah, Show yeah. beat him for the Intercontinental Championship at uh, Mania. And mm-hmm. I swear Cody beat him in Norfolk for the belt again. No. They, they, they built to it because I was there when they were building for their rematch. It was really weird. Those are weird times. That was the first time I saw Cody Rhodes in person. Those are weird times. Speaking of speaking of weird times, what are your matches? Uh, you have matches of the week. Any matches from any point in wrestling history that you watched that you were fascinated by? I've been watching some of the VCW stuff that has been coming out as of late. Okay, I'm really looking forward to the next show because uh, I don't think you saw my interaction with uh, Papa Don. <laughs> I saw it. He's. So if you if you I, I'm going to the show. So if you come with me, uh, Nakeen comes and maybe Sean, we're all bringing pizza boxes. I gotta I gotta see if it's in the cards. You know if you know what I mean. Well, me and, uh, I can I, uh, I can I can get did I did I talk did we talk about the cards so far? You did you did you said it's the four way with the VCW championship Ken Dexter. Right. Um. Dirty Money, Papa Don, and somebody else. I know he said Desmond King and uh, Isaiah are, are teaming together against yeah, they're going the for Golden the titles against, uh, Golden the Golden, Yeah, they're vacant because they're vacant because those right, other dudes. Like what happened to those other dudes anyway? Black Wall Street, uh, I don't know, but they were supposed to be on the card last show, I believe. But something went down. Uh, Serios de la Sangre is going against Gina Medina, which was supposed to be the match uh, at the show before last, but Gina had some travel issues where uh, Serios de la Sangre ended up going against Tim Spriggs. I hope I'm hoping Joe Keys will be back. Joe Keys is pretty good. Loki uh, Easton LaRoe, I forget who they has they have him going against. Uh, my my twin brother. Uh, <laughs> you say he's fighting Boar, right? Yeah, the horse of horses, Devontae's, was going against the pig Boar. This whole time I didn't realize he was a pig. You, I feel dumb. What do you think of Boar? Wait a minute. What do you think of Boar is? I don't know. Leave me alone. I had a slow moment. <laughs> I miss Brianna in these moments. We ha- we Speaking of which, did you see the picture he posted this morning yes. of, of your of your <laughs> yes. former quarterback? Yes, I te- I had to put in there, dog. If it wasn't, have you seen if it, the jokes that I've been cracking on Twitter today? I a it little was a bit, bit. It was a big dude playing basketball. And oh no, man! Y'all need to leave that man. I was like, <laughs> Kobe quiet. No, everybody was frying this man. That dude was that, nice with it, though. I know, but let that man be. Let that man be good. Like I haven't seen a big man be athletic. Yeah, Derek Fish Fryer. Y'all are foul. That's what y'all are. Y'all Welcome are to the internet, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all are absolutely and then there, uh, there was another one that I saw like an hour before we went live. And I had to hop in on that one too because uh, I saw it from Seahawk. Not the Seahawks, but uh, Cam. Where is it at? Because I, I hopped in on it. The dude, so it started off. I'm going to read some of the ones where, where I found it from. I got it. So it started off with a guy saying Steph Curry and not even Indian. Wait, what? Steph Curry, not even Indian. 
Curry. No, I I got we'll, it. We'll, we'll talk about India. We'll talk about India later. No, uh, this money else is like the Marcus cousin ain't even family. I should have brought football until it was like Derek Carr, Carr isn't even a vehicle. Hassan Whiteside ain't even white. Y'all gonna leave my cousin alone, man. Clay Thompson ain't even made out of clay. That was like James Harden soft. James Harden <laughs> soft. <laughs> it was a uh, Lamelo Lamelo Ball is not a ball. Uh, Lamelo Ball is not round. Yeah, uh, my boy Ian just sent me that Lebron. Lonzo Ball, Avon Round. Let me read some more of these because these were really good. Let me go back to. I think I'm gonna find some in the, in the original comment. In the Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill is not is not a landscape. Yo, chill. Hold on. Let me check. Let me check the quote tweets. Somebody said Desmond Bay ain't even from Gotham. Roman Reigns Marcus, is not Italian. Roman Reigns is not even Italian. Roman Reigns, but it's sunny. <laughs> Marcus Smart is not even a genius. Marcus. Dalvin Cook, not even a chef. <laughs> the Aaron Fox isn't even an animal. Blake Griffin, not a bird. Darren Fisher never had a hook. Carl Anthony Towns ain't a neighborhood. <laughs> Kevin Love hates people. (laughs) (laughs) No, hang on, back up. You can't tell me Carl Anthony Towns doesn't sound like it has some nice apartment complexes. It does. That's exactly what it sounds like. NBA Yumbo don't hoop professionally. (laughs) Baker Mayfield can't cook. Yes, he can. Baker Mayfield can't cook. Baker Mayfield definitely can cook. You never uh, had a special? Oh, apple turnovers. <laughs> Meg Stallion, not even a male horse. <laughs> Trey Young hair. <laughs> yo, yo, leave Trey alone. Trey Young hair look 47 years old. <laughs> My man said. My man said Jason Kidd turning 50. <laughs> Larry Bird ain't even got feathers. <laughs> Magic Johnson's not a magician. <laughs> Soldier Boy ain't never been in the military. J. Cole with his 98 degrees. Little Yachty's not a boat. Oh my gosh, these are great. Oh man, Kobe White ain't white. Kodak Black is not a camera. No, nothing. Hold on. <laughs> Dot Rivers not even water. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go. I thought with that one you were gonna go. Doc Rivers is not a doctor. Well, you can either go either way with his first name or last name. Just hilarious, not even hilarious. <laughs> Adam Silver is not silver. Yo, somebody, all right, this is the last one we do. But someone's like, Rudy Gay, but he sucked. Never mind. That's, hey, yo, so, all right, 
while we're on that topic, so um, you know how I listen to Dan Levitard, right? Yeah. So Dan Levitard has this thing called the Looks Like Game, where he has uh, sports personalities, and he says what they look like. So, for example, he has uh, Charles Barkley looks like a thumb. <laughs> no! No! No, no looks no, like... No. Look, he said... No, because no, I he, see it now. He says Pete Carroll looks like a guy who runs a dojo for eight-year-old yellow belts. Accurate. You know who Mike Dunleavy Jr. is, right? Mike Dunleavy? The player? The player for the, the uh, Sonics? He says Mike Dunleavy Jr. looks like a generic police sketch. That's the one that played for the Sonics, right? Yeah. Oh, look at this. Shane Battier looks like the tennis coach who gets a little too close to your wife during a lesson. I would have to run hands with, uh, with him. <laughs> Shane Battier. Wait, He's, is this like Mike Dunleavy Jr.? Is his dad like a politician? I think it's, I thought his dad was a basketball coach. I thought. Anyway. Well, there's a Mike Dunleavy that's a politician as well. Hold on now. Oh, wow. You know uh, Jeff Van Gundy on ESPN? Yeah, Stan's brother. Jeff, he said Jeff Van Gundy looks like the morgue worker who is doing an autopsy while holding a half-eaten sandwich. Let me see if I can find more of these. These are good. I got a bad take. So I think we'll start finding really bad takes, and we're going to talk about them. And then we'll get to some of the hot, some of the topics in uh, wrestling before I figure <laughs> out why y'all mad. Matt Stafford looks like your friend's friend who uses your bathroom that comes out 15 minutes later and asks, do you have a plunger? Oh, Lord. Did he mark it? Chip, Chip Kelly looks like Winnie the Pooh's dad. <laughs> Yo, all right. So let's, let's, let's all right. Let's, let's no, last one. Last one. Last one. Oh, go. Adam Silver and Scott Van Pelt look like a pair of Apple AirPods. Oh my gosh! I can't understand now. Steve Kerr looks like the guy who starts practicing his golf swing mid-conversation. He does look like that. That reminds me of my bad teacher, Mr. Bacon. Every single time he just wanted to start having a conversation with us, he practices baseball swings. He'd ask us a question. All right, so guys, uh. What does that say in measure five? <laughs> All right, so here's uh, the tape. Go ahead. So hey. if it weren't, this is, I got this from a Facebook group. Uh -huh. If it weren't for Judas and AEW, nobody in the yeah. WWE crowd would be singing Seth's song. Shinsuke and Pat. That's all thanks to the AEW crowd. Actually showing you how to have a good time at a pro wrestling show. They even sing Vince song, Vince's song, which never happened before Judas. Is that your take, or is that no? This is the take of somebody else. 
Okay, well, I would. But this be... is bad. This is bad. Take central. I know. I. I'd agree. Because, Why? Because they were seeing. Well, no, just... no, I'm not saying. I'm okay. Right. I would say AEW I... did more. No, okay. Everybody, so everybody's theme song at this point is a sing along from. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Oh, I forgot. I was. I, I said. I did. Let's wait. I think we'd seen it more because people started doing it more with Judas. We're seeing it more. I'm not saying they started it, but I put this way. I don't think anybody paid attention to it. No, until... because you got to remember, you had uh, Sammy's theme song. I know, but I'm saying I don't think anybody Shinsuke. paid attention to it. It hasn't drawn okay. this much attention. Okay, you know, it hasn't. It hasn't drawn this much attention since the start. Like, like I said, when Jericho came out there, when in his match against MJF, and he said, "You can't use Judas." Nothing, no music, no fanfare, nothing like that. You just got to come out, and the crowd started singing his song. That was, you know, all off key. Like, God, those people needed a choir director. So bad. I'm sorry, Ricky Diller wasn't able to be there. Ricky Diller has one of the best sounds on TikTok, by the way. You know the sound I'm talking about. I'll send it. I'll send it to you. You you haven't heard the sound? Yeah. If you got it. Let me see you raise your hands. Yeah. Like, no, I ain't going. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. I said you can't even go that high. Don't even try it. You can't go that no, high. No, because I've I've heard about I knew about this song for years now. Because when I heard it, I don't think people know where that whole part came from. No, I had to look so for it. it. I looked. No, for, I, I, had I to mean look that whole it. lick. So the do 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 came from Birdland. There's a song called Birdland. Well, you hear I'm it. I'm going to assume that's not a gospel song. No, it's not a gospel song. It's a jazz song. Oh. Maynard Ferguson, Birdland. Noted. Because we played it my senior year in jazz band. Um, I got hit the Maynard Ferguson back in high school. but uh, But here's the reason why I say it's not true. Now, I wouldn't say it's. I wouldn't say it's completely. I wouldn't say it's not completely true. I would say it's like, like I said, I don't think pay, we paid attention to it. <laughs> but it, it's, it definitely it's way more highlighted now than it was before. Because even now, the fact that he said that nobody was singing Vince's song until Judas is false. Because I just found a video from SmackDown One Thousand, and guess who was on that card? Vince. No, Chris Jericho. Oh, Judas was. Just a song on his album, and nobody was singing Judas because he was walking out to break the walls down, and nobody was singing. Have you ever been to a show that he was like, "Break the walls down"? Well, to be fair, when I when I did see Jericho that one time, I went to Raw in L.A. and Sasha won the belt in the main event, which was such a great night. Um, which reminds me, I've also seen Rusev. No, well, duh, we we've seen Rusev too. We saw well, he was Miro. But we saw him in I North think, Carolina. I seen Miss Rusev too. He, when he, I saw him when he was doing the. Uh, I've seen, I've seen him as Rusev. The, the Russian flag, the Russian flag thing. I who was that man? And you know what? I, the first time I saw him, he was in a feud with Ryback. Uh, before he was, he was um, champion. I first saw. Huh? 
was oh yeah, he was still U.S. champ. He was still U.S. champ. This was December 2014 when I first saw. Um, but he uh, what was I talking about? Not Rusev, something else. What was I talking about? I lost Jericho. my train. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I saw Jericho when he was with KO, and I don't remember they didn't play his song. They played KOs. You're right. So you know, Kevin Owens, his songs really isn't something to sing along to. But like it's catchy though. Say, I have it as my ringtone. But do, 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 I, I will do, do. say that the singing along has really taken a different life of its own. But Shinsuke, you people was people were singing Shinsuke's song from the moment he got to NXT. Yes. Sammy Zayn, when he finally got the 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 theme song that we know, because again, that wasn't his original theme song. That theme song didn't come around until after he won the NXT title. Right. He had a he had a oh. different song when he first came to NXT. Like when he was feuding with Cesaro. Yeah, that was a totally different. That was a totally different theme song. Also, uh, we're forgetting about Fandango. Fandango, oh my gosh, Fandango, because WWE ran it so far into the ground because they were using it as, as press, saying everybody's doing a Fandango and everything like that. Also, speaking of Fandango, him and Summer Ray reunited on the Indies. I saw that. That was so dope. Yeah. Shout out to Summer Ray, bro. Did you see what she was, uh, the thing that she did uh, during WrestleMania weekend? I did not. It was her. I want to say Mojo. They did a show for uh, uh, disabled uh, because rest- uh, it was the wrestler that had Down syndrome. Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, that was uh, that was Summer. Oh. Or my fault. Uh, what is her name? Actually, Danielle. It's so difficult calling people that you've known like as such and such. Trying to use their actual name, like I don't know what Cesaro is going to come out as when he returns to the ring. I'll be surprised. It's, be if it's, not Claudia. It's, it's probably going to be Claudia. I don't know. I saw something that he was trying to trademark Cesaro, spelled S C S R O, which is, he was. Remember, he was using that on his gear. He so, did, yeah. I think um, that would probably. You know what? In the, I think that will probably be the best bet for him because at this point now, more people know him as Cesaro than they do know him as Claudio Castanope. I tell you who doesn't, who who will always know him as Claudio. Eddie yeah. Kingston. <laughs> Eddie Kingston is and not that's something pre- I've noticed because like you look at a lot of the people that have left WWE, uh, Ruby. She could have went back to Heidi Lovelace. She went back, she but went she to went Ruby with Soho. the name that was more similar to the name that more people knew her as Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho. Tony Storm uh, kept hers, but she was Tony, Tony Storm. Tony Storm was Tony Storm before beforehand. Anyway, I'm just surprised yeah. that WWE didn't change her name from, from Tony Storm, which may be why she left. Who knows? Because as you, as we're seeing now, we're starting to see a lot more name being changed. Uh, Mendoza, Raul Mendoza, just had his change to. Uh, Shoot, they just changed Raul's name too because Raul Mendoza is his actual name. So, what WB is doing now more so is really streamlining the the name changes. Because I think, even with uh Marcel Martel, I think 
I want to say one of those is his actual name. So now uh, he's going by what was what what did they change his name? Roman Doze is now Cruz Del Toro. And then Marcel Bartel. He was who was on the Indies, Axel Dieter Jr. Right. Ludwig. Ludwig. There we go. Yeah. Which I will say this, even though I'm not watching which where's where is he on? Raw or SmackDown? He's on SmackDown. With Walter? Yeah. I'm 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 not gonna hold you. I ain't gonna hold you. The image of the white light with Walter in the background and Marcel in the foreground, that image on the on the interest rate, it looks kind of dope. This the, that's the thing with WWE. I can't even. I, I ain't gonna hold you. It looks quality. Like say what you want to say about AEW and how much you enjoy it. Production yeah. quality, and that's such a WWE right now. Yeah. Which first of all, which first of all, Walter's silhouette on its own. When Walter debuted, when Walter comes out anyway, and the lights go out, especially in a full arena, lights go out. And just the light behind him lights up, and he's standing there, parade wrestling. Actually, I'm like that in itself looks sick. And I but think the- his more chiseled frame now adds to it. Yeah, I think, and and that's the thing. People were making a big fuss about how Walt Walter or Gunter, whatever you want to call him, has calling Walter. I don't know. It just sounds. Walt- just- I don't care. You call him Walter, Walter, Gunter, Gunter, Gunner. I don't care. <laughs> Shout out to Malcolm, bro. Malcolm Bivens. I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna get to Malcolm Bivens in a second. I need. I need to finish my point. But people made a big fuss about his his frame being changed. As non wrestling fans, show them a picture of Wal- of Walter last year and a picture of Walter now. Which one looks more intimidating? You already know my mama. I, I, I'll ask my mom if I ever want to know something from a perspective of, of somebody who doesn't watch wrestling like we do. I can immediately ask my mom or sister, and I know I can get that perspective from them. So I asked both of them. I was like, "Which one? Which picture looks more intimidating?" She pointed that the gun. She pointed at Gunter now and said that he looked more sloppy. He looked sloppier in the prior picture. But I'll tell you what that previous form was doing. That previous now, granted, because I haven't seen it and haven't been watching, that previous form had like a bunch of five star matches. Let's be real. I don't think anything else has changed outside of his his uh his build. He's still say before you say oh before you say oh his match quality start talking about match quality between the two forms. Hey, that first form was like killing it. That first form has probably one of my favorite matches of all time against the E.U. Dragunov. I th- I still think that if you put this if you put this version in that same in that same position, oh he's I don't see any difference. he's no I I don't think so either. If anything, if anything, it's probably worse. I I, I think His shots now, are probably the worse. Thing is he looks he looks more marketable. If if you're trying to portray, if you're trying to put something out to the public, I, I really believe that this is the best version that you're going to get out of him. And now 
I feel like, and that's why I feel like this was like, hey man, I need you to slim down. And he was like, all right, cool. And he even said he feels great. So he, could, he could be the foreign menace. Not well, yeah, he was a menace. Let's face it, he was a menace. Like uh Stephen William Regal. You know, just probably way more intense. You know, although in terms of intensity, I don't think anybody's touching Regal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So his uh, uh, his name now is Ludwig Kaiser. Kaiser in German means king. Means what? It means king. I go with it. Shut up! Yeah. Stop calling me scam likely. Scam likely got me. That's like 10 times today. Yeah, oh, scratch that. Kaiser in German means emperor. That's even better. Right? I don't, like, everybody was so mad about the name Ludwig Kaiser. I was like, first of all, Ludwig, I was like, Beethoven? And then Kaiser Soze? So King Beethoven? <laughs> I don't know. Emperor Beethoven? I don't know. It sounds dope to me. I'm willing to see what they do next week on, on tomorrow because his match, what he what they had him doing Friday looked pretty solid. They already gave him a gif. <laughs> they already made a oh, gif for Yeah. I'm about to be using that one, boy. That's my gif right there. Alrighty, man. That's how you know you're over. If they already make a, a gif of you, you're you're over. That's it. Like and you know uh, one that's actually started to grow on me, Butch. Loki, I, I don't hate I keep, him much. I I keep having to put in perspective like how small he really is. He's two five, he but like a stocky two oh five. He is small, and that's the thing. I NXT really hit a lot of that, and I noticed it. You know when I noticed it with Cross. Yeah. When Cross was on NXT, he looked huge. The he moment was. he stepped he foot on Raw, he blended. As soon as somebody who's met, who stood Man. in the same room with him, he is huge. He's like six, all of six four, two, two seventy, or maybe not two seventy. So maybe just all imagine six, four, the rest of the guys in the on the main roster. If you blend in. After looking like a giant when, when you put yourself against guys like Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, which imagine what imagine what Adam Cole would look like on the main roster right now. Yeah. Adam Cole would I thought today was Friday. I was gonna say, dog, we're missing uh Adam Cole lose his title lose his title shot again, not getting that one. <laughs> That's tomorrow. But that, He's going to lose that like, match. Like, they're, they're so confusing. I, I actually like where they're going right now because Butch, Pete Dunn, whatever you want to call him, he's a little unhinged. Pete, well, if you look well, at Pete way, Dunn. Let's put it this way. If you, you, know, you know why it's an issue now? Why it's because we're seeing the developmental. 
the developmental scene is a lot more visible than it was. Imagine 10 years ago, and we were watching FCW the way we watch NXT. People would have been mad that Alberto Del Rio was Alberto Del Rio. Why? Because Alberto Del Rio's gimmick was Ricardo Rodriguez. All the way down to the theme song. Ricardo Rodriguez was what Alberto Del Rio was when he got to the main roster. Imagine, let's say, let's just say, uh, Santos Escobar. He's been doing the Legado del Fantasma, and then they bring him up as the the special guest ring announcer for inserts, let's just say they bring in Rouge. Highly doubtful, but let's say they bring in Rouge, and he takes everything that Santos Escobar was doing, and they say, now you're his manager. Where is Rouge anyway? I don't know. But you, but you, you see how that would make an issue. Yes. This is exactly what was going on in developmental. Roman Reigns. We let's imagine watching FCW, knowing this guy is Leaki. Oh, we're gonna change your name to Roman Reigns. Why are you changing the name to Roman Reigns? His name is Leaki. I'm gonna call him Leaki. Develop, and that's the thing. We've been watching these guys develop in the developmental scene, so now we are expecting them to come into the main roster as what we have already seen them to be, not realizing that this is the way that this ship has ran for decades. Let's go back about 20 years. Batista. What was his name in developmental? Uh, Leviathan. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It was right in the top of my tongue and I couldn't think of it. I was going to get there. I was going to get there. Imagine they changed it to Batista. Even though Batista is basically close to his last name, Batista. Only, Batista. The only thing he's missing is a U. Right. And you can see, if, if, if we were watching OVW at that time, how that could cause what we are witnessing right now with NXT. It's constant. They've been doing it forever. The Shield wasn't the Shield until they debuted on the main roster. As a matter of fact, I don't think they they didn't even they were feuding with each other on multiple occasions in FCW. They had a triple threat between all three of them: Roman, late my fault, Leaki, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose. It's on YouTube, guys. So. The mo- and I think and it, when they came, that's the moment I realized NXT had changed from the NXT that we had been knowing with the game show and everything. Because at that point, that's when NXT became the developmental scene. Where at that point, Seth Rollins had just recently lost the title to Big E. Big E was doing the five count and everything like that. And so we are expecting that, but not realizing that there's still a great majority of the people that that show up and watch WWE on a regular basis. They don't pay attention to NXT. 
regardless of the fact that it's on national television. Here's why you see a lot of guys that come in, they're like, who was that? You remember you remember my reaction when, Ma- when Trick and Mello showed up on, on SmackDown for the dark match. You were through the roof. And everyone I was, around I you was, was confused. the only one to pop. Everybody else around you was confused. Like, I was going crazy. And then my family and everybody else around was like, are you okay? I was like, look at my boys out there. Did he, he win that match, too? You know, Trick a Pirate. Did he win that match? Uh, Who did they go against? Oh, War Raiders. They, they lost. They Those lost. are War Raiders. But then Cora J showed up. Now, I, I kind of popped for Cora. She lost against Dakota, but still. Now, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to Raw. I know you probably won't go, but I'm going to Raw. No, going to no, no. I'm going for Cody. Have fun with your ears. Did you see me the King's conversation today? <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I think I, I've been to 10 WWE shows in the course of a decade. And usually, I think nine times out of ten, nine out of the ten shows I enjoyed. The one show I didn't enjoy was the Raw on Memorial Day, which we know usually Memorial Day is usually one of the worst Raws of the year. So there you have it. The worst part of a WWE show live. Pyro. And it was so much worse. Last year, <laughs> I don't know. It was just like, even when I was prepared for it, it was loud and you felt every inch of it. Like, I need them to fix that, bro. Especially with Cody's pyro. Cody got more pyro than Roman. <laughs> Were you not watching him in AEW? Did you not see how much pyro he had? Yes, but at the same time... It's not as loud. It's nowhere near as loud. If anything, it's hotter. It's hotter, it's not as loud. It's hotter. There's, there's, you can hear it. The difference is you can feel it with WWE. It's loud and you feel it. AEW is, is medium loud. Like it was at one point where it was like, all right, that's getting that's getting kind of loud, but it never got to the point where what I felt when we went to SmackDown. And I think that was the first time we've had Pyro SmackDown since it's been a while. Because mind you, they didn't have Pyro at all. The last time before that was when I went with my sister. They they didn't have Pyro for years. That was 2016. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. They didn't have pyro for years. Like they stopped doing it. It was like I, yeah. I don't think they brought it back to like twenty like nineteen. 19. Like around right, 19. When, right when they started the uh the, the new splits with uh SmackDown going on Fox and everything. Yeah, I think I that's that exactly original, what it I was. That original stage was SmackDown. That original stage was dope. And we never got to see it. 
Because we had like one of the last shows. We had one of the last shows that were not on Fox. Then like a month oh, yeah. or so later. Oh yeah, I remember that one. That's it was like one, a month uh, later they moved. That's the one we, where uh, we were on Tuesday. Kofi was champ, and Kofi was feuding with Randy, and like Randy and FTR jumped Kofi. Yeah, this is interesting. That was also like Chad Gable. We thought Chad Gable was gonna be king of the ring, but he didn't. Yeah, that was a great. That was one of the one of my favorite king of the ring tournaments, man. That was a good match. Though. His his matches with Corbin. Y'all gonna stop sleeping, my man's Corbin, dog. I'm not sleeping on Corbin. I was just like, yeah. oh man, like, that was a spot. Yeah, I'm looking uh spots that rent free in my head, and they posted the uh, video of uh, Corbin giving back in the end of days. Um, speaking of end of days, did you know Rosemary's the number one contender for the Knockouts title? She's gonna yeah, face Tasha Steeles at a uh, Rebellion. Yeah, yeah, she's gonna face Tasha Steeles at Rebellion. Should be really, really good. Um, can we? I don't want to talk about this for real. What we're about to talk about because I get why they're doing it, but he there needs to be more. There's a lot of people he could have gone with, but I'm surprised. Yeah, like there's there's a bunch of not a bunch, but there's. But here's the thing: they signed. If you were looking for, if you were looking for big. Like big heavy uh, Indian guy for a heavy. Like I said, I don't know why they could get my uh, Shara. But the thing is, they had signed uh, Singh already. They they signed Singh before Rohit and all of them were free. I, I okay. See, I didn't know that. That yeah. I didn't. Know. I, just I, I remember. I remember when they signed him. And it was I'm just saying, Shira at AEW would see more. I probably would have gotten more out of that than I did that. Because yeah. the whole time I'm like, I was, I didn't even finish watching the rest of it because I was like, Do you, what are y'all doing? Did you watch the episode when the great colleague made his debut? Yes. I vividly remember that that segment. That Wait, who was it? Was it against it Taker? Yes, Mark Henry. Yes, I remember that. And he Mark showed Henry up. He loved managed, it. At this point, he was being managed by uh, Devari. No, yeah, 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 Devari. No, yeah, it was Devari. Because, Devari was uh, the original one that brought uh, Kali out. Because Devari had. Because no, Devari was Devari was managing Kurt. Huh? Barbara's managing Kurt, and Kurt turned on him. I can't remember when Rungeon came into the scene. I think it was after Devari, but I was saying Devari, Devari was managing Kurt, right? And uh, Kurt turned on him. Um, and then he brought in Kurt, brought in I mean Kurt, Devari brought in Kali to take he out was, Kurt. He was with Mark at first, and then brought out Kali. Yeah. Because they, they, I watched this. I watched the match again just to clarify. Because my biggest issue, one of my biggest, one of my issues with this whole thing was the lights out. Yeah, that was unnecessary. Like usually, like and Seahawk made made a perfect point. He was like, usually when you pull the lights out thing, usually you're expecting something huge. 
No, not literally huge because we got that. But like, I guess when I when the lights came out, I was immediately thinking, "Oh wow, they guessed it's our already." And I'm pretty sure everybody was like, "Claudio, Claudio, Claudio." If anything, he should have came out behind. Uh, what's his name? From the interest yeah, when they when they came out, he should have been walking behind him. Because let's be real, the man's huge. Yeah. He already has a physical advantage over Joe. So all he needed to do is this would have, this would have been the perfect time to take away and use what WWE did. Because I think WWE did it did it so well, and they made me hate Kali for a while. Like I was literally scared of Kali. He just walked out. Stood there, Undertaker got the first hit, no sold it, chop on the head. Here's here's what I hate, and I honestly hate this. Honestly, I didn't hate it because I didn't get it and didn't know who he was. I hated it because I hate, I think you kind of know this, I hate when heels do certain heel things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I hate, like, for example, Tasha Steeles, for example. We know how good Tasha Steeles is, but the her heavy, so to speak, I don't really like the fact she got heavy. You know what I mean? Like my point, my thing is, like for example, like Wardlow, for example, I didn't like that MJF had Wardlow. I didn't see the point because my thing is, if you're if you're supposed to be this villain, you know, which is why I think pro wrestling is so weird. If you're supposed to be this villain. Where you're so bad and, and menacing or what, whatever, you're supposed to be so much better than everybody else around you. You don't need what you did have before, you know. I think, and I think that's where we differ. I understand. No, like certain like, heels, certain certain heels needed. Like certain, certain Roman Reigns like, doesn't need a heavy. That's what I'm saying. MJF, I can understand. Miz, I can understand. Grayson Waller, I can understand. Grayson Waller is that type of guy that just like comes off as a tough guy. Right. But as soon as you step up to what he runs and hides. It put this way. Okay, put it this way. I don't think Jay Lethal needs a heavy. I don't. I don't. Sanjay Dutt is perfect. Enough. Sanjay Dutt could be to Jay Lethal what the Bollywood brothers were to Jinder. Hmm. I saw, I've, I feel like I've essentially solved a problem. Dang, I already got 338 views on that. That's crazy. My fault. You know what I'm saying? I, I advertised the show on, uh, my, on Instagram. I got 330 people watched it. Well done. But like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But now, granted, maybe not to that extent to where, you know, he, Sanjay Dunn's getting ragdolled by everybody, like the Bollywood brothers were. But, like, <coughs> you know. I guess when you're going up against a guy like Samoa Joe. I mean, do you need to be heavy that big? Because, mind you, Joe just won the title. You, you're going to put him up again. What, what's he? Is he going to screw Joe out of the title that he just won? 
as soon as he gets to AEW, I don't think you're going to do that to Joe. Tony yeah. Khan's smarter than that. I, I don't think Joe is going to lose his feud. So, I mean, I think he's going to. This is one of those ones where you kind of stat the odds. So, then Joe's, just, so Joe's has to go get a heavy lift. No, Small Joe's just going to overcome the odds. I think I think that's the story that's going to come out of this. So now, so now, Samoa Joe not only has to watch out for Lethal Jay and Sanjay, now he has Singh as well. Right. Which, speaking of which, that match was—you can't tell me that match was great. Wasn't great. Oh yeah, it was. It was good. It was really good. Really good. That was it was great. exactly what I was expecting out of the match. Right. I think and the best thing was Warlow. People don't understand that style. And yeah, I know. Like I said before, wrestling is a buffet. Not every style is going to be for everybody. But that's my that's that's my bread and butter right there. It was parts of the show that really didn't register with me, but two things that really did get me go that really got me interested was that match and then the Warlow stuff. Yeah, the Warlow stuff is always great. I think only one, I think there's only been one real miss with the, the Warlow story over, over the last few weeks, and what that was, was in ring promo. Yeah, outside of that. Warlow's the type of guy that I don't need to go out, go out there and cut a 15-minute promo. No. He literally, if he does what he does, well, he's not going to do it next week, but if he comes up and he's like, like if he kept doing that to Max for weeks on end, just showing up, killing security, and just getting within Andrews or Max, of like, I could watch him do that every week. Now, MJF thinking that, what was it, the Butcher or the Blade? Which one was it? That was the Butcher. The Butcher, my fault. That... And he was going to derail Warlow. Ha, that's funny. Well, I mean, he paid him like, I don't know. It had to be. The, the envelope was pretty thick, so that's at least like five grand in there. Probably. Maybe ten. I love that's how he tried to pay off Bryce. That was really funny. Because, you know, the funny thing is, I was sitting there. I was like, are they going to actually? Because I didn't see him counting for a while. And you know how I am with count outs. Like, yes. You're like JR when it comes to countouts. <laughs> JR, I, I really feel like JR is speaking things that are coming out of my out of my head when he talks. Because like even uh last night he made a comment. That was like J, J, JR is gonna say what is on his mind. Because I was I was talking to other group, they were like, what are they gonna do? Fire JR for speaking his mind? J, if they if they fire JR today. JR is still set for life. Easily. JR Easily. doesn't have to work another day in his life. Even if they fire really him today, Vince would sh- throw him a legends contract and a heartbeat. It'd be JR really weird if he did, set. though. It'd be weird. Because J- it usually happens during tag team matches. Yeah. Like, he'll say, all right, somebody got to get out of the ring. <laughs> I was like, JR just doesn't care. He's going to say what JR is going to speak his mind. And a lot of times, I agree with, with JR, what JR is saying. 
So it is what it is. Um, it was something else in WWE world that really got uh, people going this week too, and I can't remember what it was. Before we get out of the wrestling talk, uh, match oh, of the week. did you see? Oh yeah, my fault. We didn't get to that. But did you see the uh, tease that happened on Young Rock? Yeah, Roman and uh, yeah, it's probably gonna happen. It's definitely happening. It's in LA. It's, I mean, who else is he going to face at Mania? Who, who else? If that if that happens, I'm going to Mania. And considering the fact we'll be there together, we'll have to go to. Come on, man. You know, going to a WrestleMania one time. No, because it's like, no, because it's like, it's like, I don't. I don't. My biggest fear is I don't want to go and and hate it. You know what I mean? Not hate it, but I don't want to go and be underwhelmed. You know, I don't want to sit there in the stadium and be like, "Oh, like all right, yeah, that was good. Oh yeah, that was good. Oh my gosh. All right, let me calm. Let me calm down. It's like, okay, yeah, that was good. Know, I made it that like time. The, the thing about WrestleMania, just the atmosphere. And I, I guess that's what kind of re- really radiated to me while watching, especially the last two years. You, we already knew that the energy was going to be type different when WrestleMania 37 happened. Last year, and then WrestleMania this year, especially night one, that was wild. I mean, all right. So, okay. So I'll give you this. I'll do this. What are we doing? You say we're doing blood sport anyway. Oh yeah, we're definitely doing blood sport, doing Wallet Mania, Forty Culture. Um, we gotta go. Whatever show Nick Gage is on, we're going. <sighs> I watched another death match. Was it? Was that gonna be? Uh, it's probably gonna be either. It's probably gonna be Spring Break, spring or if they break, do Planet uh, Death, or if they do like planet they did death. Planet Death. I want to do that. I, I want to go to a death match show. Basically, one of those GCW death match shows. Maybe, like maybe, maybe Billy will go against Nick Gage that time. If Bill, dog, if Billy goes against Nick Gage next year, if they built dog, we, jeez. Hey, Billy, I'm gonna send this one too. Only, only way Isaac will get me to watch another death match is if you go against Nick Gage or John Moxley or Mox. Okay. Or like Eddie uh, or Alex, ooh, Alex Cologne. Holy shit. So if you want to see me watch another death match, Kyle, uh, my fault, Billy. I was like, K-Fay, death bro. K-Fay, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've known the guy too long. Sometimes, sometimes I just want to say Kyle. Sorry. And there goes And that's, it's the risk, that's the only way it's going to happen. You against Mox, you against Nick, or Alex Cologne. Outside of that, I'm not doing another death match. I enjoyed doing though. He, I'm gonna say he he knows he liked it. He knows he liked that match. I it was fun. It was fun. I, I ain't gonna hold you. It was a great fun. I, I was concerned. Yeah. I was concerned at points. Um, match of the year. Match of the week. What have you seen? What have you seen? Um, let's see. Uh, Papa Down versus Boar. 
anything with Papadon has been some of my favorite stuff to go watch, man. Every single time, because you already know the energy that comes into it when he walks through that curtain, when he walks down that ramp, right, that little ramp. Pizza boxes up in the air, two fingers up. We either yell Little Caesars or two. Or two. And I, and I think this, that was a show that we started actually yelling to. Wait, he's Shut up. Huh? Two. Two. Three. Two. 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 Three. Two. And we started, I think we started yelling Papa John's out of this last show. Because uh, who did he go against? Who I forget who he went up against. At the last show, but it feels like every single week we're throwing something new at him just, just to make him mad. <coughs> um, there's that, and, and like and, I uh, said before, I, I, I just uh saved the uh video from my uh Snapchat of me pointing at him and calling him Little Caesars. I'm about to tag him in it now. Where is it at? I'm gonna do it right online uh, while we're here now. Well, and that's, that's that show is gonna be what the four the thirtieth of uh May, right? Yeah, I think that's what you said. Yeah, four thirtieth, four thirty twenty two. Can't wait. And in the video, you hear this girl call him a toe sucker. That's what it was. We we were oh yelling, at him, "You suck toes!" <laughs> because I wait, he was going against Cabana Man Dan. Cabana Man Dan and the man didn't wear shoes. Yeah, and he was biting his feet. And so you already know who started the "You suck toes" chant. You weirdo. You're weird for that. I just want you to know that. That's weird, man. It made it worse because I was around a bunch of kids. That's weird. And they kept doing they kept saying it. It's like, yeah, you toe sucker. Somebody tag uh Papa Don. You look at this man to break in on our stream and like just start (laughs) just start healing it up. Look, he already started. We, I told you, we went and we got into it after this show because he was yelling at kids. I, was, I walked past. I was like, Why are you so aggressive? Why are you so aggressive? <laughs> Why are you so aggressive? Oh my gosh, I love Papa Don, man. He is great. Uh, no, he's he's great. He's, he's great. A, a he's great. A uh, wrestling man. Like, I just, if I ever got to, I would be happy. It's certain people now that I'm watching in independence that if they ever made it to national television, I'd be so hyped. Like, I don't care if he shows up on AEW, WWE, New Japan, Ooh. Impact, Ring of Honor. I don't care, bro. Just to see him in a bigger stage would be so dope. All right, let's see. Jamie uh, has uh, entered the building. Um. I rewatched uh this man uh, 
pulling the Keith Lee. I rewatched uh, Samoa Joe versus Kenta Kabashi from 2005. It's still great. It's still good. Oh, yeah, this will be fun. Uh, also, Stan Hansen's going to make his first trip to Japan to attend uh, Jumbo Saruta's anniversary event. Ooh, nice. Because uh, Jumbo and uh, Stan Hansen had some classic classic matches back in the day. What y'all about to do is sit here and blow my phone up because y'all got each other because y'all got each other keys. I'm sorry, my, my mom and my sister texting each other in the group chat, so I got to see everything they're talking about. All right, so here's the notable um, fight matchups for this weekend. Do not hurt yourself. Gee, oh. he did that on purpose. He did that on purpose. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. <laughs> Woo. Kyle. But hang on, hang on, hang on, hold on, hold on. Before we go any further, uh, whoever – if you're listening to the show and this is your name, we we deeply apologize for the butchering it's about to go through. Oh, it's about it's about to go down. Kyle Bravo versus Godzilla. Oh, Why you say- Godzilla. I can't even begin to pronounce that. I can't. I that, that, that's 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 you're gonna get. Miguel Beza. Versus Andre Fial Fialho? I think that's Baeza. Look at all these hoes. What? <laughs> Munir Lazez versus Eng Lusa. Pretty sure that's Ange. But... Oh. Highly Allerton versus Kevin Kroon. That first one was on purpose. I don't care. <laughs> it was. He did it. Though. He's doing this on purpose at this point. He, yeah. My, 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 um, That's definitely Myra. They. I, I was hoping it was Mayra. Maybe Mayra. Myra Bueno Silva so, versus. So he's good. She. I'm pretty sure that's a she. She's good too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. She's good too. I know. What? Wait a minute. If there was a she, shouldn't it be Buena? No. Well, um, I just go. I just googled her. Mayra Bueno Silver. Bueno Silver. Bueno Silva is a woman. Should, that should be Buena. Like no, when a girl no, she's Brazilian. Her nickname is She That's a dope ass nickname. She Tara. Is, wait, is that her middle name, Bueno? I I uh, I am sure I don't know. Hey, Vicente Luke versus Bilal Bilal Muhammad. Bilal That's got to be fight night. Is that Luke That's or Luke? I I don't I'm not sure. No, Jamie, I said Lusa, not Lufa. Ain't no Lufas out here. <laughs> you say Lufa? <laughs> I wear Lufas. No, that loafers my fault. I don't wear Lufas. I wear loafers. Yeah, is it Lu? So it's Luke. Oh, my fault. 
I thought it was Luke. See, all these people going to come for us and try and kill us. This podcast is going to get me canceled, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. Yeah. In the in the UFC community, in the MMA community, because we can't pronounce these names right. I'm gonna keep going till I get canceled. <laughs> Always wanted to know what it's like to be canceled. Like being canceled, does does? I don't know, man. Luke is not your father. Uh, they really building. They really really are building. Uh, Joe uh, Joe. Uh, Josh Alexander versus Moose. I like how they're doing that. That's going to be great. Oh, yeah. Rebellion. I'm hyped for it, man. I, I like yeah. Moose. All right. So let's get to uh, the non wrestling uh, conversations. Uh, there's been a lot of anger outside of the IWC over the last few weeks. Over the last week, I should say. So it started off on, uh, I want to say Monday. Monday or Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Between Monday and Tuesday. Uh, Cam Newton, you know Cam Newton, former uh, NFL quarterback, current NFL quarterback, just as a free agent, former uh, MVP, multiple-time Pro Bowler, All-Pro quarterback, first-round draft pick, probably the best quarterback that the Panthers have ever seen in their life. No, I haven't. But he made some comments that made a lot of people upset. And I'm going to see if I can find the quotes because I'm trying to find out why y'all mad. So a bad, this is what he says. A bad B is a person who is just, you know, girl, I'm a bad B. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I look the part, but I don't act the part. And there's a lot of women who are bad Bs. I say that in a way not to the greater women, but just to go off the aesthetic of the way they deem is a boss chick. So then he goes on to say, now a woman for me, for me, just want to throw that in there, okay? Mm -hmm. Because that's where we're going here. For me, it's handling your own, knowing how to cater to a man's needs, right? And I think a lot of times when you get the aesthetic of I'm a boss bee, I'm a this, I'm that. No, baby, you can't cook. You don't know when to be quiet. You don't know how to allow a man to lead. And then he go, he continues on. But that's the part that really made for men. So I want to ask you before I really get to it. Did you see anything wrong with who said? No. Not really. I don't see anything wrong here, dude. Like, is it because everybody was saying, because when you look at the headlines, they were making it seem like he said that he said women should be able to cook and know how to shut up. That's literally what headlines are saying. And this the this is the issue with headlines because headlines would make it make a lot make what people say sound a lot worse. He literally said that the woman for him, because before all this, he was going off of the fact that he was he was brought up in a three-parent household, his mother, father, and his grandmother. And he he's basically looking at his upbringing, saying that, oh, this is what I want in a woman. One of the things my mom has always told me is get somebody like your mother. 
woman can cook. I have per- I have great examples of women in my life that I'm gonna be real with you. A lot of what Cam Newton said is the type of woman I'm looking for. If that ain't you, cool. There's there's plenty of men out there that will take you. You getting mad over a man's preference is ridiculous at this point. This man didn't say that you have to be this. If you want to be that type of woman that I don't cook, I don't clean, the Cardi B lyrics, you know I'm going here. If that's the way you want to be, cool. You can find yourself a man that'll probably get get Alfred in the house to cook your food. Maybe he wants to be the one that cooks. I can cook. And when I get my woman, when I have a woman, no, she's not going to be the only one in the house cooking because I'm going to cook too. But I don't want to be the only one in the house that knows how to cook. I want to be able to say, hey, you can chill today. I'll cook. And then other days she'll say, I got, I got dinner today. I don't see how any of that is an issue. And it goes into the, uh, you don't know when to be quiet. That goes for anybody, bro. We as human beings, not just women, human beings, period, have an issue of not knowing when to shut up. Yeah. As bluntly as I can put it, we have an issue of not knowing when to just flat out shut up. And you guys are kind of proving Cam's part point here. And you know the thing that really made me chuckle? How many women have you seen on their social media accounts put Proverbs 31? Hmm. First of all, do you know what Proverbs 31 is? Off the top of my head, and I feel bad. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I feel bad. The virtuous woman. Was it uh, uh, 10, to, uh, 10 to the right. end? Because I was reading it. Because it, it immediately came to me. It's Proverbs 31, verse 10 to 31. And I'm, I'm, I'm we at church now. I'm about to read for the NIV version. A wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and and portions her female servants. I wonder what that means. She gets up while it's still night and provides food for her family. Continuing. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. 
Her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sassas. She is clothed with the strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise to call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all her hands have done and let her words bring her praise at the city gate. A lot of what I just read there goes to what Cam was saying. So basically, y'all mad that he said he wanted the Proverbs 31 woman the same thing that y'all put in y'all bios. <laughs> I read all that just to say that y'all mad that he wants what you claim to be. What? Yeah, man. What? So... Hang on. So wait, 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 wait. let me get this. Straight. Let me get this. Straight. Base. So you're telling me. So you're telling me. Women put things in their bios that says who they are, and when a man says this is that, that is exactly what he's looking for. They get mad. Not all of them, but some. I I, I don't ever want to be okay. You know, well, you know what I mean. where people think I'm saying that it's everybody, but okay, a good yeah. amount of y'all, yeah. Okay, so some so some women do that. They put things in their bios, and when their man comes along, that's exactly what they have in their bios. Some women get upset. Yeah, that's weird. It's okay. I, I have no understanding. And I'm trying to see if anybody else has made the parallel. Nope. Nobody, nobody's brought Cam Newton up with Proverbs 31. And I'm like, dude, it's again, it's his preference. He wants this type of woman. I'm pretty sure if there's a woman out there for him that's going to fit that. I don't want a woman, and, and this is why. I feel like it's difficult for a lot of people to find the right one because now we're in a we're in a age now where a lot of people are looking at the celebrity relationships. Hold on, let me see. Somebody said it. Oh, found one. Uh, Pastor YPJ. So a lot of black women are upset because Cam Newton said he wanted a woman that could cook and control her temper. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and stay single. Being domestic and disciplined aren't handicaps. They're advantageous. You can be a queen, a boss, and know how to cater. I And this somebody replies, I enjoy being that Proverbs 31 woman. However, is Cam in line with, with his heart is trusting in her? Which I guess is a good point. But what was I getting to before I, before I went on that small tangent? Shoot. I hate when my brain just like farts like that. The edible situation, Isaac? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you, you, had, you had that animal's face on you. Uh, uh, and, I was like, that, uh, that, one, that one time during the press conference. I see like, your boy got nothing. But yeah, I, I, I just don't understand the outrage when a guy says all these things. Like, Oh, I was celebrity relationships is where, where I was going. I've always been found those very weird. Like, I don't like personally, like, I don't get why everybody's kind of not kind of why do we care about Amber Heard and Johnny and Johnny Depp in court right now? Who are you being serious or or I'm being dead serious? I know who Johnny Depp is, but who the heck is the other people? All right, Amber Heard is she was I think they were married and it came out that John that uh she was very abusive towards they were going back and forth about oh, who was oh, abusing yeah, yeah. who and people were backing up Johnny Depp because the internet was backing up Johnny Depp because I mean the internet loves Johnny Depp and they were saying how um how she was abusive towards him. Oh uh, yeah, there you go. Thanks, Jamie. But yeah, it's all this stuff came out. It was very, very weird. And so now she's suing him. He's suing her for uh it is, and I've noticed it. For domestic, for domestic uh distress or whatever. We have a they're in court right now. My fault. So we have a weird and no, yeah, I shouldn't say we because I'm not speaking French, but people have a weird obsession with celebrities. Celebrity yeah, like, worship is a mental is a mental illness in my my honest it, it is it is it is because I, we've uh, seen it so many times and even bringing it into our community you see a lot of people idolizing Jay Z and Beyonce. Uh, no, the thing about us is, the, thing about us, the thing about us we idolize a majority of us idolize the and the thing about that is we idolize the worst parts of it. I say we, I'm talking about we as a human race. We idolize the worst parts of celebrity culture. Like, right, not for, example, can, for example, can, in the can, 20s, in the 20s and 30s, when Bonnie and Clyde were going, you know Bonnie and Clyde, the story of Bonnie and Clyde, they were uh, a married couple who robbed banks for a living and killed a lot of people. And everybody went on their own. Everybody's like, where well, I want my Clyde. Yeah, do you know when... During that time period, if you watch the movie called The Highwayman with Kevin Costner, there is a point where you could see the women were wearing the same dresses, putting their hair, all that like Bonnie. The guys were wearing the suits, the same, the style, all that just like Clyde. In fact, so much so when they died, when they were killed by the police in that shootout, it wasn't really a shootout, the police, it was an ambush. When they were killed, as they were parading the body through the street, their bodies the streets still in the car, people were like in the town they were in, people rushed the car essentially to like touch them, steal their jewelry, all this stuff. Because they were so obsessed. Like John Dillinger back in the day, notorious bank robber. People were idolizing this guy. He would he got interviewed. He was interviewing, you know, he's saying like, you know, how how quickly can now granted this I'm quoting this from the movie Public Enemies, but they asked him like like how quickly do you rob can you rob a bank? Oh, about a minute. 
minute 30. You know what I mean? And he's bragging about it. And the press is just fascinated with it. You know? Yeah. Absolutely fascinated with it. You know, and that's what we do as a human race. We fascinate ourselves with sometimes good, but most times it's the worst sides of us. Especially in our community, we are we have get away with that line from uh from the world models. We have in this community, in our community, we have idolized some of the worst, some of the worst traits. And it's, it's from it's, celebrities. It's carrying on to the next generation now. And it's the and the worst part is the worst part is we don't have enough to slow it down or stop it. You know, you could have you could have plenty of J. Coles, you can have plenty of killer mics, you know, but there's always gonna be more young boys, there's always gonna be more YNW Mellies, there's always gonna be more Playboy Cardies. I don't mean to pick on those guys in particular, but I, I mean, but you, it, but we know it's more. We have like young. Who you see more of? You see you more know, killer mics or young boys? You see more. Who you see more? The, the, the brother that just killed the rapper, him, another one. Because I was talking about that before you popped up, and I was saying how it was just ridiculous how. Wait, who killed who? Uh, you remember the rapper? We read it. Yeah, Archie Eversole. Yeah. He, he, he was killed by his brother. What? Oh, for God's sake. I thought he died from an illness. I didn't... It came out the day that his brother killed him. <sighs> it's, that my, my reaction is exactly. <sighs> like I said before, it's bad enough when a black man kills a black man. Speak Just speaking from the perspective of a black man. Did they, get, did they say a motive? Uh, Not yet. Cause I ain't heard Archie Eversole since like dropped nothing since we read it. You, and if you, you think about the way we read, more, but we've seen it before a lot of a lot of guys from that time period, they dropped the track, and you really didn't hear from them again. Um, they dropped one track. We ready? You know who uses We Ready's to this day? ESPN for Sunday NFL Countdown. Everybody uses it. What's the when you go to a Western Branch football game? What's the song that you hear every single game? Dreams and nightmares. We ready as well. Keep, keep, Speaking of which, we need a better presentation. I went to an Oscar Smith home game. <laughs> I went to an Oscar Smith home game. And I was like, dog. They got they got to come out of a barricade, bro. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's it's not hard. They got to come make out of a barricade, bear cave, you know, or get an actual. Now, don't get an actual bear. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would be something. Yeah, get like a bear cave. Get come out of a bear cave. You know, make it like go. Here's what you do: you get a bear cave, and then you how you know how you have like you can do like red eyes or whatever highlighting, make it yeah. look like something's in there. Do that. You know, get smoke. Get a tube. Get one of those inflatable tubes with Bruins on it. Um, come on, it's not right. hard. I mean, like, you're right. I went to that- I went to that football game and y'all were just running through a banner. Like, dog, I ran through a banner when I played flag football at eight years old. Like, <laughs> like come on. We I never ran through a banner because I never played football. We could upgrade. All oh, this of which, for, for me to never play football, y'all. Speaking Can't of which, me. speaking of football, shout out to my big sister. She starts, she plays, she starts uh, football this season, hey. this Saturday. 
playing quarterback. Play corner? She's playing corner. Oh, and wide receiver. Oh, word. For the so Richmond Black that. Widows in Hampton. Ooh. They're playing the Virginia Lady Hawks. So when, what time? I probably wouldn't make it. Probably like six. Oh, yeah, I'll, it's I'll like six. Yeah. All right. Continue on with why we mad this week. Tashina Arnold. You know Tashina Arnold. Pam. Oh, yeah. Martin. She decided to hop on the internet and ruffle. I don't think she intended to ruffle any feathers. But she but did nonetheless. She did nonetheless. So, or put this way, put this way. Did she ruffle ruffle feathers, or people had their feathers ruffled by what she said? Perspective, I love it. That's perspective, ladies and gentlemen. Did she ruffle feathers, or did y'all just have y'all feathers ruffled? So she initially came up the question. She says, "Honest question: What can we as a black as black woman in America do to stop aiding in the emasculation of black men in America?" Okay, I have a couple things. First, first, mind you, this is my own perspective. My own perspective. I think, right, and this is just me, I definitely think you need to stop treating all guys like you need to you need to set your standards a little higher. Let me clarify. Let me let me clarify before I get canceled. I say set your standards are a little higher. You're looking for a guy who is – I'm trying to figure out how to word this. You see where I'm going? Can yeah. you see where I'm trying to go? Like, I think to what make we do, it plain, they're projecting. Yeah. What you're looking for – Stop. we need to stop trying to fix people. I'm saying, you know what I mean? Here's my thing. Do you see what I'm saying? I, 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 could, I, couldn't yeah. get that. Cause I couldn't get that. I've been trying to basically play out how I'm going to explain everything from my point of view and my personal experiences. Yeah. Because there's, there's things about me that you don't know. And these things happen while we knew each other. Because I was, I was reading some of the comments and then people were like, oh, we can't help these black men. They're this, that, and the third. Basically lumping every single black man in a bubble. Now, what I'm getting at is I have had multiple moments, multiple pit times in my adolescence where I have just been basically embarrassed. And you nine times out of ten, those embarrassments came at the hands of a black woman. Oh, same, same, same. So let let's let's have a little story time with the truth, Adam. Adam I'm not Adam Cole, baby, but you get my point. So we can all we could go all the way back to second semester of my eleventh grade year in uh, biology class. No, I was bullied by like two or three black women, black girls. It didn't stop until I threw a banana at them, at one of them. The <laughs> next, the right yeah. I love that it was a banana. Uh, I literally snapped in that class once a week. 
because they were constantly saying things about me. At this point, I was with a I was with this white girl that was going to church one. And word got out that we were dating. And that they were cracking jokes at that and every other thing they could possibly crack a joke at me on. This plank of a teacher did nothing about it. This plank. He was a literal plank, bruh. <laughs> a mo- a mo- monotonous plank. If I wasn't asleep in the class, I was getting bullied or I was going off. That was literally that class I got out with a C. Nice. Well done. Barely. I almost failed. <laughs> I don't know how I passed SOL either. I think it did. I think chemistry had SOL. I was going to say, was it grace and mercy? Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, so I went through that whole pe- period and Again, being embarrassed multiple times in the classroom, me having to get outside of my character, which is something that kind of has been something I really dealt with over the time. But you start seeing how a lot of the things that happened, I had to get myself out of character in reaction to it. And a lot of times it was the wrong reaction to it. Going into senior year, I was caught up into a bunch of relationship drama. A lot of relationship drama was even my own relationship that I had with another girl, which led me to being a little bit toxic. She didn't deserve my toxic uh, behaviors, but I was just in a whole dumb situation where I was not really using my head. On to the second semester, I get on the bus, get into an argument with another dude. One girl says something to me. I say something, slip back to her. She slaps me. In front of everybody in the bus, I was this close to doing something stupid. Thank the Lord she got behind her cousin. Her cousin was not going to let nothing happen. So I get off the bus. I got to go to the office. I got to talk to them. My mom picks me up. They ask me questions. I go in straight and straight deny, deny, deny mode. I was not snitching with anybody. So word gets around that aunt snitched. Because there were people, there were people on the bus that weren't living in Chesapeake. So word got around that I somehow snitched. I denied everything. I said nothing to the principals. They knew. <laughs> and so word got around to the people, and then it was a girl that I basically had a crush on. We talk, we're talking at lunch. I say something to her, ask her a question. And she basically says that I don't want to ever talk to you again because of what you've done to me. Because again, the word got around that I snitched, which was, which was false. So this is in front of my friends. I'm embarrassed because of an issue that another embarrassment led to another embarrassment. Every single one of those w- women that I talked about, I have no hard feelings about. One I actually talk to on a regular basis now. We're mad, we're cooling it. I have no issues. Carries on to college. You may know the story. There was a girl that I liked. She stood me up. I was, we were going to go to the mall, and she stood me up. 
then we get to English class and I was saying something and we had a discussion in class and she said something slick to me. I looked at her. I said, don't try me. I said something else. She said something slick again. And guess what I do? I get out of character because you're not going to sit here and embarrass me in front of all these people again. And so I embarrassed myself because I got embarrassed by another black woman. To the point where I still have yet to see that. And I wish I could, I wish I could meet her just to apologize. Because that was something I should never done. So what I'm getting to is being embarrassed or being mis done wrong by somebody is not a reason to basically lump every single person together. Yes, we know there are horrible black men out there. We know that there are black men that are predators, which is another thing because a lot of times you see that whole thing and you see it just about once a year, how they say that, oh, you never hear about black men outing their friends as predators because how many, how many dudes do you know are going to outright say, oh, I'm a predator? And you know what I mean when I say a predator. Yeah. Do you ever hear guys talking about how they no. aren't somebody? You know, nobody talks like that. No. So if I don't, if they don't say anything about it, you expect me to just come outright ask somebody, oh, did you do this? Usually, what will happen is if that was the case. They'll brag about, oh, I did such and such. And basically as if such thing was consensual. And then later on you find out that it wasn't. And then you feel deceived. So I've always hated that discussion because it's like nobody's talking like that in real life. I was going to say, uh, I feel exactly where you're coming from, because you know my personality, especially back in middle school, how I was quiet, reserved to myself, all that. So for a while, you remember, Eric, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say their names, but you know, there was a certain group of girls, one of them played basketball on the basketball team. Um, another one whose last name is a verb, whose last name was a verb, uh, for uh, a synonym for the word intimidation to intimidate somebody. Um, uh, I remember we were in lunch, right? Mm -hmm. And so, all for a while now, I just remember them saying, like, them messing with me, you know trying to flirt with me flirt with me when you know how back in the day girls used to flirt with you just because just to fuck with you type shit you know what I mean knowing they don't really give two two shits about you that kind of thing so one day there's this tomato on the floor right like a, a little red tomato and she kicks it towards me and it hits my foot and so to me I was like you know what Screw this. I'm done. I kick it right back at her and say, she looks at me and says, what is your problem? 
in front of her and everybody, I say, you're my fucking problem. You're my problem. And so since then, and it wasn't just then, it was just all throughout middle school, not really mostly in high school, mostly middle school, I developed, I still kind of hold this because I hold this because based on, I held this, especially when it comes to certain kind of music, especially in the rap community, why only why I'm very, very picky about the music I listen to and why I've kind of cut off a subgenre of rap in general. Um, I'm guessing that subgenre of rap is like the Cardi B's and yes, yes, because I, I was too because this is not my content. Yeah. Uh, is that, but it's also because I used to get picked on by by girls who had that personality, that ratchet, you know, hot hood, girl. yeah, hot girl personality that we know it as now. And I, to this day, kind of hold that. I guess I'm so actively for a while. I'm like, you know what? I don't want any to any part of. At one point, I was like, I want no parts of black women at all because of that. Because I'm thinking, you know, every now and then I would meet somebody who would show me different. But for the most part, I'm like, I want no parts of that because that's because of that. And I you think know? That it, that, and <coughs> I understand where you're coming from. But I think that really is the issue. And like you, like you said, this isn't, this is a, a situation where black men and black women need to come together. The ones that are willing to work towards right. finding solutions, because clearly there are people out there, black women, black men alike, that are the problem. Yes. And you try to bring them into the conversation, they're going to do nothing but cause even more trouble. Right, like, which is the last thing we need. You, you have the ones that will talk down on black women at any cost and then you have the black women that are in this divest from black men movement which i don't understand how you're divesting when you're constantly talking about black men because if you're divesting you're not putting any energy energy into something but every single time i turn around black men in your mouth literally and probably figuratively probably figuratively and probably literally as well but hey my thing is, if we we can't have we can't use our past traumas and then basically project it to somebody that didn't do it. I didn't cheat on you, so don't try to put don't try to treat me like the last nigga that, that cheated on you. And I, I look at it like that for every situation. When you look at a race issue, I, I don't I don't assess everything because this white person did something. I don't assess that to every white person. I don't assess that to every black person. I don't assess that to anything like that. I have basically said I treat everybody as an individual. Now, if you do something to me, that's a you problem. I'm not going to say what you did to me and necessity to person B because they had nothing to do with it. I, I I didn't I didn't take advantage of a woman, so I shouldn't be lumped in with 
the other predators that did. And that's the thing. Like you see a lot of people saying all men and this, that, the third, and then they get mad when they say not all when somebody says not all men. Does not all men? That's why you get mad for? I never understood that when somebody gets mad that when somebody says not all men, you made it you your statement made it seem like you're talking about all men. Be specific. Words mean something. Uh I I uh I gotta deliver some good news. Uh, you're familiar with Dick Vitale, right? Yeah. College basketball announcer. He, after seven months, he has, uh, he has declared that he is cancer free. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. After seven months of treatment, he is cancer free. So good for, good for Mr. Vitale. I got one more, uh, why you mad? And then that's it for the uh, week. So. We all know football legend Tony Dungy. Oh, God. No, I it's, uh, it's, Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm blocking you. I'll explain later. I know exactly who that is. You know who it is? Yes. I saw the name and I knew exactly who it was. Good, good, toxic, or unnecessary. Get the private chat in the uh, in the stream. Putting in the stream yard. All right, go ahead. Uh, Yeah. Go enjoy your spring break. Jeez. All right, so Tony Dungy was uh, (laughs) under scrutiny from the black community. Because he was uh, he was with uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, which a lot of people have been uh, very upset with. But I gotta give I gotta give DeSantis his credit. He's been putting out some good stuff. He's been putting he's been making some interestingly decent moves. Like we talked about it a few weeks ago with the uh, the finance class. I don't see how anybody can be mad about that, for one. So now, Ron DeSantis is uh, basically funding the program where Tony Dunn is basically trying to make father, help fathers be better fathers. And everybody's mad. And why, why, why is everybody mad about that? Because he's with DeSantis. This man is with Ron DeSantis, and everybody's mad about it. Here's why I say this. Here's why I'm I'm not understanding it. We go back a few years ago. We talked about Kanye's situation and how Kanye helped get a lot of people out of jail. Everybody was mad because oh, he was with Trump. We go back to 2016. Ice Cube comes out of the woodwork saying, hey, look, I'm going to try to talk to both political candidates and try to get a plan done for black people. He he had to meet it with Trump. I still don't think he's had to meet it with the President Biden. But we're waiting on that. Uh, Killer Mike. Killer Mike caught heat, uh, similar heat in the state of Georgia. Because we said... uh, 
I forget what what show he was on when he said that he felt like we had a we could bet cut a better deal with the former. Uh, Killer Mike. Uh, he came out. Uh, I know. Um, I know the name of the pod too because I was gonna watch it that episode. It wasn't with Charlemagne because I know Charlemagne's been saying the same thing as of late. Oh, uh, it was right here because I remember what, I see in the clip too. It was uh something because he because basically he said that we knew what he was about and we knew that we it's like because he was a devil it was like devil you know the devil you know basically uh pierre's panic room okay so here's my issue and i, I did i did this kind of scenario with wrestling imagine having social media during malcolm x's time and and the internet finding out that he had a needle in the cook with the clan Malcolm X would have been called all types of Uncle Toms and Uncle Ruckuses and Sambos and all these other different types of racially insensitive sub-black man words. So my thing is, when does it really matter who, what politician you go to if you're trying to better your community? Should it matter? It shouldn't. It shouldn't. However, however, it shouldn't matter. But the thing about it is that, uh, and a very big problem we're having is we're very picky as a people. And not, I'm not talking about black people. I'm talking about as humans. We're very. Picky, and we're very set in our ways as humans more than we more That's than we think we are. That's a problem. We are very set in our ways. So if you're set in your ways to dislike one candidate for whatever reason, <laughs> whatever they do, no matter good, bad, or indifferent, you're going to not like them. So with this. Because over the pandemic, mind you, over the pandemic, we've heard nothing about but what, how Ron DeSantis has just been this, this troll mat for Trump to walk all over. You know what I mean? He, how he just do whatever you say. Basically, oh, you know, he's been, he's been basically, uh, the, the to Trump has Ron DeSantis to Trump has been what uh, what uh Samuel Jackson was to Leonardo DiCaprio Django Unchained. And that's what they've been saying. But I think the thing with Ron DeSantis, and I, I've been paying more attention to what he does because I feel like he's somebody that you should probably be able to look out for because this could be a guy, whether it's in 2020 or 2024. That could be a guy that is the Republican nominee that will be running for the seat. So, I like I said, I I'm not I'm not even looking at this as a who I support, who I don't support thing. I think it's important to understand when you see somebody that you can say that <laughs> could possibly be the president. Because the way, like, because when um when Cuomo, when Cuomo started getting his uh 
name out there, when people started seeing who Cuomo was before the allegations came out, I was studying, I was looking at what he was doing. I do this with any candidate that I can see that, hey, this guy may be a candidate for president. So looking at it from the Republican aisle, looking at it from the Democratic <laughs> aisle, looking at it from any third party aisle, I think it's important to do that just to understand who they are, not who people say they are. But here's the thing, other thing about politicians and one thing that made me realize like they're all trash. None of them ever do what they say they're going to do. Well, that's politicians. Politicians lie. I know. That's what I'm saying. Show me a politician that never lied and now show and now is sell you my land in the metaverse. You know what I mean? They're just they're all they're all the same. I mean that line in a Randy Orton song rings true. Like like politicians, they have their they have their moments where they have their big claim to fame. Then yeah. at the same time, they do stupid stuff. It's it's, it's politics. Oh, and and I, I made that po- I made that point earlier today because Linda McMahon uh, made a tweet and everybody was attacking her where she uh you know the uh the basically the border issues in uh Texas. Right. She went down there, basically said the number of illegals into the United States isn't sustainable. We deserve better and than a government that believes and allows open borders is a danger to our country. And everybody was saying, oh, so you hate Mexicans? I was like, she literally said illegals, not Mexicans, but illegals. And so I made, I, I quote tweeted it because I wanted to put my take in. And I said, I'm not, I'm not even going to go the route the rest of the uh, quote tweets are going because I can comprehend what I read. Kind of I saw that. I saw that. I was, I was like, but what I will say is doing a photo op has always been weird to me. Comes all performative, both sides love doing it to make themselves look like they truly care. They both do it, bro. They do. You got this. You got the uh, one the of the worst ones. One of the worst ones book. were all the senators taking a knee with the kente cloth oh on. My that God, was just I hated that. That was the absolute worst. It, it was Although, they cloth around their necks and up knee down, fist. I was like, Get counterpoint. Off. However, counter, counter. Donald Trump with the Bible in front of the church during the pro during that DC protest exactly. was was the point. worst. Regardless of what aisle you are on, you both have performative issues. Very. Photo ops at the border wall looks performative. Also, also, like, like I know I mentioned this before, Republicans posing with their guns in their nice, clean houses in a non-war zone has always bothered me. If if I were to have one, I wouldn't post a picture again. Performative. That's what. No, that's that's why I said that. They're saying they're just performative politics. Yeah. And I'm glad people are starting to see it now. Like, but it's like I said before. I'm willing to call out either side because I I understand. I say it all the time. You say it all the time. You find one issue on one side. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you better find the same issue on the other. It's like I said before. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Other countries watch our country on the news and find it really funny. I'm pretty sure to laugh, like, and then the funny thing is, once I would say, Oh, 
the Republicans are embarrassment. Oh, the Democrats are embarrassment. I don't know if you saw no, my TikTok because I, I made I made the point on TikTok too because uh, one guy was saying that uh, the, the the Democrats are uh, racist. Then he was like, uh, the other person was like, oh, the Republicans, this, that, and the third. I was like, do y'all not see that y'all are basically pointing the finger at each other for doing the same thing? And can't see the issue in your own self. You're literally pointing each other, accusing each other, of doing the same thing. And both of you are right. That's the other thing. That's the other thing. Nobody, we don't, nobody wants to be, nobody, nobody wants to take it. What nobody wants to admit when they're wrong. But on top of that, somebody what, what like, like if like you and me make the same point, right? Let's say you and me make the same point. You have a beard. Yes. You also have a beard. No, you have but a it's beard. not as but it's not as full. But you but you but you have but I don't have you have a beard. But you have you have facial hair nonetheless. But you have a beard. But you have facial hair. This so is the point. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It, it, right there. You see what I'm saying? Are we are are we wrong with that? He does have facial hair. I do, we both have facial hair. His is mine is more fuller than he is. Hey, but we still have it. Yes. And this is my issue with politics altogether. And I'm starting to understand it, seeing the things that's going on. Like I've I've watched some of the conversations. Like I I've, I follow conservative. I follow a bunch of conservatives. I follow a bunch of liberals. And I'm 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 just sitting here observing because a lot of things are going on now. The BLM talk is going on, which I'm sorry, a lot of y'all got fleeced, but it is what it is. I I didn't realize there was a bunch of black men that were involved well before the movement really really skyrocketed, and they're they're all dead. It was two of them that basically were. Pew pewed and then lit on fire. Mm. One of them, I saw a video. I don't think I retweeted it more than one time, where he basically said, "Hey, they ain't about it." And then I put today. I was like, "Have they found who did it?" Because anybody gonna say anything? No, nobody ever says anything. That's that's another issue for another day. But yeah, I said all those all those three instances. Basically, you guys find the dumbest things to get mad about. All three of those things that we just went over within the last hour have been ridiculous things to get mad over. Yes. Get mad over preferences. Why? You got mad over a question. And then you got mad over what's the last one? People doing stuff for the community, regardless of the political figure that is in charge. Let's be real. You have to find and on, on the political thing. This is why I don't identify with a party. I identify with my issues. Um, there is, however, one thing that you can get mad at. 
Well, there's a lot of things you get mad at in this. Well, this one thing today, apparently. Except Rocky cheated on Rihanna. So? She'll be well, all right. Yeah, she'll be all right. But the internet. It sounds like Richard McBrawls me. The internet has lost its mind. Sounds well, like RNP. But, you know. RNP, ladies and gentlemen. RNP. Although I'm not sure how true it is because rap t- one, somebody just said ASAP Rocky repeatedly cheated on Rihanna with NBA Youngboy, which is, I, that can't be right. I mean, uh, it could be. <laughs> uh, here come the here come the Drake <laughs> memes. Here come the here come the Drake memes. Hi Rihanna, it's a rocky situation, but you can come back to me ASAP. That sounds about as bad as Trump when he got ASAP Rocky out of the uh, out of jail. You remember that tweet? <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real with you. If Elon Musk outright buys Twitter. It makes it that takes it being a private thing and gives him his Twitter back. I don't care what anybody says about me. I'm I'm probably gonna follow his Twitter just for the laughs. Oh, give uh 45 his Twitter back? Yes. Oh I just keep him stuff up there. He would say stuff, and I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> Did you did you see the threads that were going around when people were like, did y'all really think his Twitter was funny? And who Trump had a tweet that was just stupid hilarious. Who Trump? Trump did? Yes. This all the way back from like 2012 tweets. His Twitter was weird, like not weird, but I was like, I was like, dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> this is a very confusing Twitter. And uh, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. I don't take Twitter seriously. So his Twitter would be perfect for my, for my account. I need something to balance it out with the, with the dumb takes from the IWC. Give me some ridiculous takes from a politician or a celebrity or poly-celebrity, celebritician, whatever you want to call them. Celebritician, let's go with that. Although one thing we're forgetting... Like, however, with uh, there is something. What does the Bible say about idolatry? It was it uh, yeah, it's it's a commandment. Yeah. But again, this goes back to what we said about an hour ago. We have an issue as a society, and no, I'm not speaking French, Isaac. We yes. have an issue in our society where we idolize. Celebrities. Well, I don't idolize Trump. I don't idolize any celebrity. I really don't. I, I use it for entertainment purposes. You can, yeah, you can admire them. I admire, I admire EC3. Do I worship him? No, no. I admire Killer Cross because I met him in person. And he's really cool. I think they're cool people. I admire Rosemary because I met her and Allie, and that was a great moment. But you know, and, I don't worship them. And I made, I made that point. This more earlier today on Twitter, I make a lot of interest. I make a lot of tweets that I just be thinking out loud sometimes on my Twitter. Cause I said, where, where is it at? I said, every day I'm reminded on this app why people in the real world turn their nose at wrestling fans. 
Why do I say that? Because the way wrestling fans react to things, there's a model out there that is basically retweeting people. Oh, I got retweeted by a model. Oh, wow. I was like, okay, cool. She made she made a remark saying that I watch AEW, not that trash. WWE was like, okay, nobody asked, but okay. <laughs> didn't need didn't need that unsolicited opinion for you to just say, hey, I watched this, and let me tear down the other other company while I say it. She did it for retweets. I already know. I know the game. And so, like, I I have communicated with a bunch of wrestlers that have been on national television. I talked to Bree quite. I, I, I have a conversation with uh, Brianna Brandy here and there. Real dope person. You don't see me losing my mind because, oh, she follows me on, on Instagram. That's what I felt. When I would get tweets back from, when I would tag Killer Cross in certain tweets and I would get responses from it, I would freak out immediately, but I wouldn't like screenshot it and send it like some people do. I mean, I sent right. when my, when Mellow's when Mellow followed me on Twitter, I sent it to y'all. Right. I didn't make a tweet saying, "Oh my gosh, Mellow followed me. This is the greatest day of my life." Right. Mellow's a human being that just happens to be on national television. Right. Like, I've, been, I've been on TV. When I went to WrestleCon and and got all those pictures, and I I tagged the wrestler I was with in it and said thank you. You know, one of those pictures I regret. One of them not so much, but. I've been, I've been on national TV. You just didn't know it was me, but I've been on national TV. Quite a few times, actually. Basketball games, football games, you know. Oh, with the Legion. The news. No, I, I, I was watching one of the, uh, it was my last game, my last year in Pet Man, and I believe we were playing South Carolina State, and the dude hit a three, and I caught myself jumping up and down, and then they freeze-framed me up in the air. I'm like, all right, that's pretty cool. But I, I don't idolize these wrestlers because at the end of the day, when they go home, they're just a human being. Like I said, a lot of them are real cool. Bree's mad cool. AJ's real cool. I mean... I've had Wale <laughs> reply to me because I said he wasn't going to be at the Royal Rumble, which y'all was right. I've been retweeted by Smoke Dizza, MVP. Uh, I want to say Westside Gun, probably. I've, I've gotten to the baits with Road Dog. I, I got blocked by Vito on Facebook. You got blocked by JD. After having arguments with them, which I think it's really funny because you're the one who introduced me to them, right? <laughs> and I, you know what? I had to break out of that because I, I kind of was on the, I was kind of in that hole that we're talking about right now when it came to JD. So, I mean, and the thing was, I had different debate. I've had different disagreements with JD, and he's replied to me a few occasions. And then, and then he'll disagree with me, and then his his little cult just basically tries to dog me out. But whatever, I, I know how that is. But the the point is, we need to stop idolizing celebrities because at the end of the day, they're all flawed human beings. 
Very, very we, we, we've seen it. We've seen it with the Will Smith situation where the kids won't leave me alone about it. I hope he hears me say that too. But the kids won't leave me alone about it. And when they ask me about it, I roll my eyes. Every single time the kids ask about the Will Smith, Chris Wright situation, I roll my eyes as hard as I make it as big as possible. Because I'm like, I don't care. I will say this. If you're going to idolize, if you are going to like follow, be a fan of celebrities or whatever, at least follow the ones that have some kind of influence. It's a, like a it's positive, a, way, not influence, a positive, positive outlook. I'm a fan of a lot of people, but you don't see me idolizing them. And a lot of times the ones that idolize them are the ones that are very toxic on whatever platform they are on. Right. We've seen it with we've seen it with the crew. We've seen it with the Beehive. We've seen it with the Navy. Rihanna's, I guess that's Rihanna's uh, fan base name, the Navy. How, how that came up? The Barb's, the Barb's as well. Did I mention the crew? Who's the crew? Sasha's. That's Sasha's uh, base. Sasha Banks. Yes, crew with the cat. That's, that's that's weird. They're weird. Tell me I'm lying. No, no, it's just, it's just. I, I started thinking about, I I started thinking about that right dude. now. You, you remember? Do you remember the heat that I got for the Free Ali uh, post? I was, I was thinking about that it's dude. Who, uh, I was thinking about that dude who got interviewed by Simon at uh, at WrestleMania, who said who called Bianca Belair and Donna General Sasha Banks. I said he's probably a Sasha Stan, and he's he's a weirdo. I mean, he looked like a weirdo. Wrestling fans, I mean, we and I say this all the time. Everybody has their weird trait, but like I said, wrestling fans have a weird trait, and they just don't know when to start it off. And a lot of it is, I don't think they. A lot of them don't really interact. Maybe don't they don't interact as much out in the real world, and that's something I do. Here, there's something that uh, I know you don't really care for him at all. Sidge, touch grass. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. knew exactly where you were going. Sidgwick, touch grass. He's I mean, right though. I, I give him. I give him his credit. He's right because that is one thing not a lot of wrestling fans do, and most of them, most of the people in the IWC. They spend all day just flaming. So they're basically walking man darts. Basically. Or basically. Osaku. Osaku is like the perfect example of what we're talking about right now. You know. But I'm going like to hey. stop gassing this man up to. Who? Cam, oh, the only time I ever hear about Otaku is because of Cam. Oh. Like he, he was up there and he said something. He was making the whole thing about get the fed, get the fed, uh, pee out your mouth. Yeah. It's it's always the, that demographic that's always got to say something sexual to make to make to make their point. You you can you can put out your say what you need to say without being sexual. Pretty sure we haven't made any sexual in your, in your windows this whole podcast. Nope. And we got through a lot of points today. Yeah, we did. Two hours yeah, and eighteen minutes of it, but 
Got through a lot of it. Yep. And all I said was nigga. <laughs> I'm working on it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm working on it. At this point, man, I'm at the point where that word, and I understand that not everybody's in the same position I am. People who say it, it doesn't bother me anymore. A word, and it was something my grandfather said years ago. He said, you only get offended because you want to get be offended. Up oh, there's a ray. Oh, I have two entries oh. for this. Oh, nice. But you only get offended if you want to be offended. And it goes back to the question that you asked with the feathers. Right. Our, like, as we close this podcast out, person, as we close, as we close, he says, sounding like his parents who are preachers. <laughs> <laughs> As we close out, think about this. When you hear something you don't like or you say something that not a lot of people will agree with or whatever the case may be, are you ruffling feathers? Or did those people get their feathers ruffled? Think about that. It's a lot of times. That's a lot of times. Your feathers to get ruffled. Yeah. A lot of times it's the latter. With that being said, peace, love, and pop tarts. And always remember to drink water. We will see you all on next week. Enjoy the rest of your night. Uh, sliding it like a wet flow. Already fried from the get go. Alligators look like echo. Everything I do, they echo. Big fast, my bank on big man. My drip.